0: And welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of A Thousand Shades of Green, a literature podcast celebrating contemporary poets and writers. I'm Susan Richardson, your host and author of the poetry collections, Things My Mother Left Behind from Baxter House Editions, and Tiger Lily, an ekphrastic collaboration with Jane Cornwell published by JC Studio Press. I also write the blog Stories from the Edge of Blindness. Today, it is my pleasure to share the lovely poetry of Beth Brook. Beth is a Dorset-based writer. She has three published pamphlets, A Landscape with Birds and Transformations, both published by Hedgehog Press and shock stories published by Hobnob Press. Beth feels that writing is a compulsion. Sometimes she sees something and the words just come. Sometimes it's very slow and almost painful work, but it is always joyful. Like many writers, I first discovered Beth through the writing community online. Beth's poems are like perfect recipes. They have beautiful edges, sharpness, and darkness, but there is also a purposeful light, a smoothness of heart and language that draws you in and clears the path to beautiful discoveries. Her poems are often rooted in the complexities of nature and hold an unyielding reverence for the natural world. I am delighted to share Beth's poetry with you today. The first poem I've chosen for today's episode is from the inaugural issue of The Storms. It's called Flowers in Season. They will not be what you wanted the ones you most loved. Anemones with their jeweled colors, velvet pollen and green frond leaves are still a month away. Grape hyacinths, those little bursts of purple hope, are still in hibernation, tucked into the dark of the winter earth. Chrysanthemums and hothouse roses were never your thing. I will walk the paths in the coming week and scour the hedgerow banks for snowdrops, just enough for a posy, enough to guard your journey home. So this next poem is from the anthology, Our Own Coordinates, Poems About Dementia. It's called Act Five, Season Four of My Mother's Life. My mother disintegrates. Little by little, she sloughs off her skin, sheds minute pieces of herself into the sunlit shafts of spiraling air. I watch as she dredges through the sludge of memory for something solid, something to serve as a handhold, to keep her balanced, as she navigates the slippery path between one moment and the next. Her eyes, half-closed or obscured by cobwebs, she struggles to focus. The past too far away, things close to hand, inexplicably unfamiliar. She is a house unoccupied, dust gathering in the corners of the cooling rooms. So this poem is actually one that Beth posted online stating that she had sent it out and it hadn't been picked up for publication. And all I have to say is whoever chose not to publish this, it is absolutely their loss. I love this poem, and right after I read it, I messaged Beth, and asked her, could I please read it on her episode of the podcast? And she very kindly agreed. So this is London Weekend. This city makes me greedy, greedy to be 35 again, and well-established in its Barbican. I walk and my senses prickle. I want to consume it All of it. Want to be everyone's lover. Even the roar of traffic is a song. Until I see him. Bags bunched into a makeshift nest. Blanket pulled against the cold. Head dropped on chest. Hands clutching, even in sleep. Their cardboard message. I drop the price of a hot drink in his empty lap. Draw close my coat against the sudden chill. The next two poems are from Beth's collection, A Landscape with Birds. The first is called Jackdaws. Jackdaws with their platinum bead eyes and that what the fuck do you think you're looking at expression have no regard for the sensibilities of people who only put out bird feeders to attract blue tits and chaffinches. They just turn up and trash the place, knowing that even though you claim to be mad at them for gate crashing your garden party, You won't shoo them away, because their black feathers are sleek and speak to you of Parisian punk, a look that not just any bird can pull off. I mean, have you checked out a rook lately? Jackdaws know that if you could be a bird, they are exactly the one that you would want to be. This one is titled, If Our Island Had Kookaburras, They Would Definitely Be Laughing Now. The ravens have gone, asserted their sovereign right to choose. If you look, you can see them, black against the cold January sky, flying east. Their cries are hoarse, exultant with relief as they follow the river. And if you dare to look, you can see the tower already beginning to crumble. The final poems for this episode are from Beth's collection, Transformations. The first one is called Man and Bird, ink on paper, 1953, Dorset Museum. Speak to me, says the crow. Give me your story. Tell me the roots and branches of where you chose to roost and build your nest. The man settles the crow upon his chest the needle prick of its claws, a small discomfort in exchange for company, for the richness of the crow's attention. I come, he says, from the scent of the sea. I was seated by the ocean in the valleys between chalk hills. In autumn, the hawthorns of the inland slopes Are bent by salt breezes and heavy with berries, crimson, tough-skinned against the blasts of winter. They were my roost. I will go there, says the crow. I will gather berries for you. The scent of the sea will be on them. It will comfort you. This last poem is titled, The Unknown Political Prisoner Reflects. Tribute Head 2, Bronze, 1977, Dorset Museum. I live too much inside my own head. It is the only place left to me where the dark is kind and is not an instrument of torture. In my head is a whole world, the way it feels to hold an infant as she sleeps, head nestled in the hollow of my neck, the memory of a lover's mouth on mine, hungry yet restrained, grazing on the meadow of my skin. Today I sit in the square of sunlight, note its warmth. Even on this winter morning, the glass and the walls keep out the wind. I imagine the sound of a stream, think I am home again, the whole day ahead of me. I pretend sleep between linen sheets, pretend permission to sing or not to sing, without fear of consequence. For today's closing poem, I've chosen a piece from Tiger Lily. It's called Between Chaos and Silence. Today is not the day to trespass into the dawn, to leave your boot prints jagged like knife strokes on fragile blades of grass. Today is not the day to muscle your way in, to bring the brutality of your hands into the serenity of the morning. Today is not the day to speak with your teeth, to shred the delicate webs that protect the boundary between chaos and silence. Today is the day to take stillness onto your tongue, to transform your rage into a whisper of petals, that lingered gently against a backdrop of sapphire sky. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of A Thousand Shades of Green, celebrating the lovely poetry of Beth Brooke. It has been my privilege to read her beautiful work, You can find out more about Beth in the show notes and on my website, FloweringInc.com. Please don't forget to take a minute to follow and rate our podcast. We will be back with a brand new episode in one week. A Thousand Shades of Green was created and presented by me, Susan Richardson. All artwork was created by Jane Cornwell. A Thousand Shades of Green is produced by Joe Richardson.